Here's the big question. How do new technologists break into an industry with so many people vying for the same opportunities? How do they go about finding the right company, writing a resume worth reading? How do they prepare for interviews and show up with a humbled confidence? Ultimately, how do they create a personal brand that has companies knocking at their doorstep? These are the questions that job seekers want the answer to. And I'm here to guide you from application to offer letter and beyond. Get ready to equip yourself with the tools necessary to stand out amongst a sea of applicants. My name's Chad Jeffries, and your interview guide starts here. Welcome to the Interview Break Fix. All right, everybody, welcome back. This is Writing a Resume, Part 2. I'm going to go ahead and just pick up where I left off. So we're still in the title part. Whenever you are kind of defining that necessary information and about who you are, before we can get into the experience side of things. So we're still in the optional uh, part of the information here to wrap up. So let's move on. These are some optional informations uh, that you can put on there. You can put a mailing address, and you can really add this for jobs that specify local candidates. But if you're willing to relocate to that area you know, on your own dime, just leave your address out. Um, a lot of people will have their exact address, and there is no need to do that on an application. You can you put your, your address on there already, so you don't need to put it on your resume. It's useless information. It's, it's, just compl- it's a complete waste unless you're looking to go to Denver, for example. If you're looking to move to you know New York or wherever the case is, um, you can just put you know, currently in Pittsburgh, looking to move to New York, that's a very specific thing that you can I- identify and address, but you don't need to put your exact mailing address. It's not necessary. It allows for, it just gets your information out there a little bit more, not that it already can't be found anyway. Um, but it's just, uh, it's a way to save uh, space and it's just a, a detail that you don't really need to worry about. Um, there are plenty of people that I've hired and I've done myself where I don't even put my location. You know, it's really just uh, something that you can uh, or cannot do. Just don't put your full mailing address. It's not necessary. You can always just put your area or the and then the area that you're looking to move to. Um, yeah. Another optional information uh, point that you can have here is uh, is your title. If you've you know learned Java and you're looking for Java development roles. You know, state that you're a Java developer right under your name. So it, it specifies who you are, what you're looking for, and what your you know target skill is. Um, you're not just putting you know software engineer. You could definitely do that too. Um, you know, but it also helps with you know people understanding. Okay, uh, I have a Java or I have a software engineer position open. Um, you know, specializing in Java or a Java developer role then if you state that, you know, here's my name and this is my title, uh, Java developer, it doesn't matter if that, was, if that wasn't even your last role. That is who you are. That's what you're specif- specifically working on. And that's your goal is to be a Java developer. And, and you have experience, you know, even if it's novice level, you have experience, you know, doing that and practicing even a little bit. So you can you could put Java developer. It's super easy to do that. So 
Uh, same with UX, UI, you know, junior, whatever the whatever you want to word it is perfectly fine. Um, you know, just don't embellish or lie. You're just targeting, and that shows a way that you're being mindful of that. Um, uh, and one more tool or tip that you can put as an option for uh, for additional information here is uh, your social medias. So you can have you know quick little widgets or something um, on your on your resume that have the the major ones. Um, so you can do that if you're if you have like a, a GitHub or Stack Overflow or you know maybe you just want to showcase who you are and your a little bit of your work and let's say you're you're passionate about you know photography then you know you can put your Instagram on there as long as it's not inappropriate. You know, it's just a way to showcase like, hey, this is what I love to do. I'm a photographer. You know, I'm a, I'm a Java developer slash photographer. Like identifying yourself like this makes you more human. And you can put your social media links on there, whether it's a professional social media platform, LinkedIn. Um, you know, let's say you've made a page. Uh, you've made yourself a website. Like a way that you can, you know, kind of link yourself around the, uh, around the Internet just again shows that you are a real person and it's a way to unveil yourself and create yourself a personal brand which is absolutely I'm going to harp on this all the time guys is that having a social media and having a brand associated with yourself online and what you showcase to people is incredibly important you just want to make sure that it's appropriate information and you're not gonna you know kill your opportunities just because you've had some crazy, you know, political ideas and you're showcasing them on, you know, Facebook and you're just being a real a-hole online, you know, people aren't really going to want to hire you for that. So you want to be mindful if you are somebody that's very opinionated and likes to put that online, just keep those uh just keep those quiet, <laughs> you know. You want to you want to show yourself uh, enough to where you're human, but you don't want to uh, be so open and and transparent when you're trying to switch industries or find a job as a new software engineer without a, a, a traditional educational background. You, you just want to be mindful. Just be smart. I mean, I don't think that that kind of goes without saying so. Now, here's some information to avoid. You want to think about that there are, there are unconscious biases we all have by nature there, these are a few things that you need to avoid. So don't put your date of birth. I mean, this is irrelevant information. As your skills are the most important thing, this will help you avoid ageism too. So you just want to, you don't want anybody to know how old you are. Um, unless you, and even if you're like putting a, a college degree, like you don't have to put your high school degree either. Um, it's completely unnecessary. Um, your your high school diploma is is irrelevant, so leave it off. It's not important. No one cares what you did in high school. Get that out of there. If I, I swear, the the <laughs> the next high school honors that I see, I mean, I I literally read it and I just laugh. I'm like, please, no one cares what you did in high school. Put it away. <laughs> Sorry for if I'm offending anybody right now. Well, then that's your problem. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, don't mind me. Um, but seriously, your, your your diploma, just leave it off there. It's not necessary. It'll age you. You know, It'll show your age, and it's just com- completely unnecessary. So um, you also want to avoid a photo and a headshot. I mean, I see this sometimes, and it's distracting, 
again, information that's most important, it, it needs to be on your resume. So your photo is not important. And, and if you want a photo that bad, put your, put your damn LinkedIn, please. I will find your picture. I will see how beautiful you are, I promise. Uh, but you don't need to put it on your resume. It's a waste of space. Um, and I want to go into spacing too. So this is a good segue into how, how your resume should be spaced. Um, and all of this will be uh, on my blog as well. I have a whole blog post written about this stuff. Um, so yeah, just leave the photo off there. Leave the headshots. Like you're beautiful. We get it. All right. Uh, link, uh, give us a LinkedIn profile or a Facebook, you know, or, or an Instagram's. Uh, give us all your your beautiful uh, your beautiful headshots. <laughs> um, all right. So, um, uh, one more thing that you need to leave off, and I, I covered this already, is a second email or a phone number. Just stick to one. Avoid confusion and miscommunication for yourself and the people that are trying to reach out to you. Keep it to one and the ones that you are intentionally using and you know that you will refer to looking for jobs. You can even create yourself a, an email that's that's dedicated to, um, you know, so it's not just your personal email. It's like a, a job search one. So it's like your first name dot last name or, you know, something really simple to identify you and something that you can kind of keep as a separate uh, a, away from all the email marketing that comes through on like personalized emails. I know I have like three or four emails. Um, so when I'm signing up for random stuff, I have my, you know, BS one, I have my personal one that I want everything to filter through. Um, and then I have one associated to my business that I just want to make sure um, that anything that's coming through there, I see immediately. And I know that it's related to that and that information that I'm putting out there for that email to be responded to is going to be something relevant that I can help with immediately. So again, it's just helping to kind of separate these things. So um, yeah. So the next one I want to cover is a heading statement. So summary or objective. Now, there are ways where there are times where I think that this is completely irrelevant. You do not need to, you know, uh, so basically the average time initially spent skimming resumes is six seconds. So this statement is at the top of your page. So you want to keep it concise and attractive to, you know, your candidacy and you want to avoid fluff. So here's an example. All right. So we're going to have graduate of blank, blank boot camp seeking to utilize newly gained tech stack to build innovative software applications within a company that values, you know, mentorship, progressive coding, and contemporary design aesthetics. You know, again, that's a very, um, that's a very vague one. Um, but it's it's also not so vague, and it's a very good way to uh, explain who you are, what you're looking for, and it helps target that company. You understand that that company values, you know, paired programming and you know contemporary design aesthetics, and you're going to do that if you listen to my previous episode, where um, which you should absolutely go back and do if you haven't. If you're catching this as it's releasing and you're only listening to the third episode, then I, you know, you need to go back to the first and second episode to understand all of this. But um, you should have done your research. You should have understood who the company is and what you're, you know, what you're kind of looking for. So you want to keep it concise. Um, but there's also there. Uh, I, I would say as a new 
graduate of a boot camp, um, you should do this. Um, but if it's if it's kind of ruining the aesthetic of your resume, you can leave it off. It's not it's not completely necessary, um, but it is a really good way to you know get that first statement out of the way. So um, so going into your expertise and experience, this is where everything will come together with your formatting. Since you are entering a new field, experience, work, history or not, uh, you'll begin with like relevant information that like speaks to the job that you're looking for. So for example, you'll have, you know, th this was my this was my boot camp project that I worked on. I worked with this company, um, and then you work into your action statement. So you're going to say, you know, full stack development of, you know, web application A for audience B to provide C service. So you want to do this A, B, C format and to where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm using this like SAR format, if you will. So SAR is situation a action result. You want to, you want to full circle every action statement that you put as your experience. Okay. So start by listing projects that you worked on, whether it's a personal project or one that you worked on, you know, in the program, explain that project. Who was the audience? You know, what, what was the software service like providing? Uh, what stack did you use to develop that? What languages and technologies were utilized, right? So you're, we're gonna use this, um, we're gonna use this functional resume format and you're going to say, okay, uh, full stack development of web application A, um, situation to provide B, this service, uh, you know, action, and then, uh, and then it created R, you know, or B, uh, or uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting all these letters mixed up. So the SAR format situation a action result um, A, B, C. So, um, yeah, who did that technology service kind of provide? Um, and, and what were you able to, to solve? So, um, and then also you want to, you want to explain in, in like two or three sentences that are a little bit longer. So built this application with, um, you know, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, um, you know, used Oracle, uh, databases or wh whatever cloud service may be. You want to, you want to just, you know, explain what this backend technology, front end technology, you know, housed on this cloud service. Um, you know, list any and other, you know, relevant technologies related to those skills being asked for in the job description. You want to focus every single action statement and highlight that on the top of every experience. You want to highlight that, okay? So, you know, also if, if it's, you know, a company where you're going to be working on a larger team, you know, explain that, hey, I, I paired with one, two, three developers, um, within the boot camp, uh, on the internship I did, I was with a designer, a project manager, um, did this with like users and stakeholders, or, you know, this was my target audience, um, provided this graph, these graphics to this brand, yada, yada. So you want to be able to, uh, describe multiple things. So how you developed it, what what you did, what result you were trying to get out of it, who the audience was, and who you worked with. So, uh, having all these things again, this is good, this is on the blog post that I that I put out. But I want to explain this to you, so it's very important to go back and kind of reference this. So, 
Um, huge plus if you can put any statistics or numbers related to the effectiveness of your application. So this gives like a tangible look at the impact of your product or service. So I helped generate $150,000 in re revenue, you know, released to uh, a thousand different users. Uh, there were um, this many users downloaded. Um, I got this many uh, ratings on on um, on the um, oh my goodness <sighs> on the App Store. Sorry, I was blanking there. Or number of units, yada yada. Like you wanna you, you wanna just repeat all of that that I just said, um, and then you know again if any monetary value or any any numbers that you can put in place, it just shows like hey I did this. And it was ta it was tangible the results, but if not, it's fine. And don't lie and don't embellish. But you want to be honest. And if and if you're not including everything on there, how how are people going to know that you did what you did? So um, now there's an expertise section you want to focus on too. This is just going to list all of your all of your different languages and um, and technologies and your whole stack. What you know if you were a graphic designer or a UX UI designer you want to put all of those as well um, you just want to be very transparent with the things that you know you can even put like a uh, kind of like you know expert or you know uh, extra knowledge here additional skills um, basic knowledge of but um, again you really just want to focus on the expertise and just kind of list them out list those technologies out so people are aware so so I'm going to go ahead and conclude this episode, part two. Finished up the experiences, the skills section, had a few laughs. Um, so um, the next part here to kind of wrap up, I'm going to go into proofreading, saving, and how to properly email. So stay tuned. This is important stuff. I will talk to you soon.
Thank <laughs> you.